So transgender sports in America, where do things stand? How did it get started? And what can you do about it? Join us on Alabama Unfiltered today with our special guest, Sissy Boone. Don't miss it. Welcome into this week's edition of Alabama Unfiltered. I am one of your hosts, Scott Beeson, Allison Sinclair. The pirate is beside me. <laughs> Amy Beth Shaver is also here. And our guest this week is going to be Sissy Boone. But before we start, please make sure you go to all the different places. Remember, you can see this, this podcast or hear this podcast at um, the Apple location, Spotify, YouTube, any of those. And remember that we are powered by 1819 News. Go to 1819news.com, sign up for the daily newsletter. You will be glad that you did. It'll keep you informed on what's going on in the state of Alabama. Ladies, I feel How outnumbered. How are y'all? You are outnumbered. Ew. Yes. Well, this you're is, always outnumbered. I know, but it's I'm extra, extra outnumbered yeah, today. Extra. We have guests. Sissy is with us, and she appears to be a woman. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk I'm about relieved. today. We're going to decide. And I did notice. Can you say that? Can I say that I noticed? What Good. If, what, if, what if she's not? How do you know anymore? I'm going by appearances. Completely. And a gut feeling I have. It's I did kind watch. Of a, it's kind of a radar. What is a woman last night? So I know you the did. formal def definition. Do y'all know what the formal definition? Like, Please, please do. Dictionary? Please no, mm -hmm. just take a guess. Do you know what the dictionary definition of a woman? Actually, I've literally never Isn't looked that up. Isn't it weird? Because you've That's never so, thought about like, it. What okay, is it? Because so you never had to be is, told. It is really. an adult female human, which is interesting because they always say sex and gender is separate. But if you go on that, you cannot be a woman by Webster's Dictionary if you are not a female. So they really are way more intertwined than they want us well, to think. Well, just, just give the Webster's people a few days. And oh, it's just coming. Say, now, yeah. now they're going to change it. Yeah, because of you yeah. saying that on this program, they'll probably change they'll probably the definition. They'll probably take this off YouTube, for sure. Let's see how long we go. Our record is an hour. After an hour, it was such a good. Did day. it only take an hour? Yep. Not Mike Lindell, but the um the AJ Hurley. We've had it? two. Wow, we've had two. It was the one after Mike Lindell. I think AJ Hurley lasted longer than that, but it was something else. Allison, what was we've it? We've had three. No, just two. Just two. Okay. Just two. But that one lasted less than an. And maybe it was AJ. It lasted less than an hour. Well done, everyone. <sighs> was it Mo Brooks? Congratulations. That's a good Could have been Mo. I mean, look. Our theme song should just be Here Comes the Boom. You remember that great song? Uh, that could be our song by P.O.D. It. it is, because that's what we're going to talk about. You know who sings it. That's pretty amazing. My kids used to think the lyrics were not what they were. And they're like, why are you listening to that song? It has cuss words in it. I'm like, the big S.D., San Diego. And they're like, oh. <laughs> you know, anyway. I don't know. I don't even know what that would. Oh Sorry, I love this song a lot. It's a good running SD. song. So you don't know what the Speaking of. Is? Mm -mm. I don't either. I'm not sure. I'm kind of bothered that I don't know it. All right. Well, the next time. I'm surprised, the show. That, you I'm surprised that you don't the know after it. After the show <laughs> show that we don't have yet. Stop. But when we do have an after the, the after show the show, show, show. Right. we'll talk about it. Okay. We'll dive into the lyrics. We'll play it. Scott yeah. just yeah. Absolutely. Surprised. He's surprised it doesn't. I don't know the bad word. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> You wanted honesty. Okay, we digress. We did. We we do have Sissy Boone on today, which. Thank you for having me. I'm so fired up. And um, tell us a little bit about your background, kind of your time at Auburn and how okay. you got involved. And because we're going to talk today about transgender athletes and what's going on in women's sports. So how what what's your okay. background? Well, um, I grew up here in Birmingham, went to Mount Brook High School. 
and ran track my whole life. Um, I come from a strong track and field family. Went to Auburn and competed. Um, my father uh, ran track at Auburn in the 50s. Okay. Mel Rosen, when he first got here, he was very famous. He's a legend in track and field, Olympic head coach during his season. And um, I followed in his footsteps, ran at Auburn. My brother was on the team with me at the same time. We were both um, oh, wow. multi-event athletes, decathlon, heptathlon. And um, my daughter went to Auburn and was also on the track team. And so my brother's son also runs track, Ole Miss. So we have oh, wow. a lot of track and field in our family. And I've coached on and off through the years. I've helped uh, coach Greg Eccles, who is the, was the coach for many years at Mount Brook High School. And so I've coached there, coached at our, our kids' um, private school where they've been. I've coached privately as well. So I've stayed involved, and I have a lot of um, a lot of friends and colleagues through that. And so um, I was injured a lot through my experience and ended up becoming a high jumper from my multi-event experience and just um, focused on high jumping. And I was went to um, on to become NCAA champion, SEC record holder, um, multi-all-American, and um, proud to be represent Auburn today. Um, we have a lot of love for the Auburn family and the Auburn program as well. So I love it. It's part of my DNA, being an athlete, and everything right. that goes along with being an athlete. Um, I think it's it's a it's it was a great foundation of life, learning, and hope, faith, love, and all the all the things that we learn as an athlete. And it just kills me as I'm watching it yeah. become dismantled in our culture. It's it's very hard to see. It's just hard to even listen to it on the news, what's going on. Well, I, I think it's important that we have uh, female athletes talking because my feeling is that no one's really asking the female athletes. Right. Mm. The, the questions are all being asked to the transgender athlete, who right. is usually a man mm. pretending to be a woman, which gives him a, a, a an intense advantage. I don't care what anybody says, and I think that's you know backed up. But I, one of my questions is, why do you think it is that we're not asking the female athletes? My daughter is an athlete. She plays volleyball at Florida. I think everybody who watches this or listens to my radio program realizes that. And no one's asking them, really. And then there's a lot of pressure, even if you are a female college athlete. Mm -hmm. Basically, you just need to be quiet. You don't right. need to say anything. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of this, this push down from outside virtue signaling and the female, the genuine female athletes are being forgotten. That's the way I, I see it. It's true, and it's part of our cancel culture. Because if you speak out um, for as the as an athlete, if you speak out, you're considered um, pho, uh, homophobic, or you know all these terms they label you right. as as anti. I've noticed in, in the articles I've read, it's just amazing how slanted they all are, and they use these terms like. Um, where we're 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 haters, you know, and so we we've got them, and it's happening everywhere in our culture. We all know right. this. Right. I mean, it, it it you take any situation that's in the news right now, and we're being canceled. It's the voice of the conservatives, and anything that's not on the edge, anything that is not a part of this progressive, um, very destructive movement, and uh, is going to be sidelined and marginalized, and right. even you even threatened. People are even being threatened. Um, Coaches I know are being threatened with their jobs if they want to say something. And so, and it's just fear. It's just fear and control from these governmental bodies of sports and athletics that are running them. And, and they're not, we're not mobilized really uh, to speak up for what 
and part, I think some people are just dazed. It's like, how is this yeah. even happening? And and it's such common sense, but it's like now I feel even stupid mm-hmm. for saying something that shouldn't. Isn't this common sense? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and yet I, I I'm guess being they bold. think it'll go away. Well, yeah, surely this is just going to blow away. over. It won't, won't come it's just to getting here. worse. Right. It is. Well, isn't it funny that as Roe v. Wade was sent back to the states last week, that they suddenly figured out in an instant what women were? <laughs> this is a good point. <laughs> so it kind of destroys the narrative, right? Right. But what was the first point when you started noticing, oh my gosh, this is really happening? Was it before Leah Thomas at Penn State? What, yeah, I'll tell you exactly where it was. I was at a track meet here as um, as a coach and as an official. In um, Alabama? Here. Okay. Right downtown um, at our indoor facility down there. And I was um, helping the kids line up for the 60-meter dash in the junior high division. And a boy came up to the starting line as I'm we're checking them in and I was like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. This is, um, this is the girls race. Right. And he said, Oh yeah, this is me. That's my name. I don't remember his name, of course. And I just was like, I mean, that's when it was just right there. And I was, this is happening. When was that? Um, two years ago, two years ago, might've been three, but yeah, it was an indoor meet. I think it was two years ago. And um, and it's the meet stopped. I mean, the meet director, I mean, it, this was an issue. You know, they they stopped the whole meet and they right. had to, the meet directors had to get together and figure out what to, what are we going to do? Right. What wow. are we going to do? And what did they do? They let them run. Of course they did. Yeah. They just, because they were afraid. They no, were afraid. No yeah. changes, just a young man, obviously a young man running yeah. with the girls. It was obvious to me. So he could win. Yeah, I mean, and it was, you know, at the very young, it was at the younger level. I was levels. about to say, there's a good chance, because I remember the girls in junior high were fa- way faster than us. Yeah, and there is, there is that, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yes. it was, maybe it was three years ago, but um, since then, you know, we've, our state has, um, we are not allowed to do that in the junior high mm-hmm. and high school levels. And mm-hmm. so it has been, different states, of course, are passing these laws at that level, but it's a whole different story when you get to college. Right. It's last night we watched um, "What Is a Woman," the Matt Walsh, Walsh docu- documentary, which y'all need to watch it because it's actually really funny. It's actually really sad that these are conversations that are necessary to have. Mm. But the overarching theme of the documentary is truth. And Amy mm. Beth, I mean, we talk about it a lot. Like we have got to get back to truth and there is a reality mm-hmm. there is um there's male and female and the fact that that is even in question is crazy and what's what the best part if y'all remember our furry conversation way back at the beginning where we yes. talked about the she wolf yes. yes they actually yes. interview that Mm-mm. boy because it is a boy but they they bring up the whole idea of furries people that think they're animals and that's where we're going and Uh that's what's happening in schools in Shelby County um, around the state where now you ask a child in class a question and they respond with a mule. They're, they're meowing and muling like cats because they they identify as cats. We have lost all. (laughs) I I mean, it's funny. I'm not even kidding. Like it's happening. You would see that the kids do that. Yeah. That they're like, like, he couldn't even believe it, that they'll dress up and go out as furries. And I said, yeah. are you talking oh, about like grown God. adults? And he was like, yes, this is normal. So my question is, 
I mean, and it. this is like what we have to, but, but it's an issue. These I, kids and these parents actually allow them to identify the as cats. And it's I'm the like, the problem is the parents and the governing bodies. I feel sorry for the kids that are being allowed to transition and are, are so confused and mentally unstable that they want to change their gender. I mean, there's, there's a whole nother issue, but the governing bodies that are allowing them and right. offering them a pathway in order to do that and saying right. it is okay. And we will bend every rule that has ever been in order to make this happen. That's the problem. And who gives them the right? And you're correct. It all goes back to the, the deconstructing of absolute truth in our right. culture, in our society. There is no absolute truth. And so when you don't have that, then I would submit that you're, where we're headed is we won't even be allowed to have sports because all sports are discriminatory because right. there's a winner. Right. Right. You know, I mean, I'm telling you, a lot of this started with this whole everybody gets a trophy mentality, it mm-hmm. and it happened in the Christian schools. It happened in the um, conservative circles, and everybody at the time thought this is a great idea because mm-hmm. God loves everyone, and right. as believers and as uh, conservatives, mm-hmm. Southerners, whatever, we – that was kind of a genius way for this this evil. I'm just going to call right, it evil right. to start to seep into this culture and change this mindset of, uh, um, really everyone's equal. Right. Instead uh, of what you're gifted by God to that's do. That's right. Because we're not equal. I right. mean, we are equal. Of obviously, God loves us. He, right. We're equal you know, in value. That's right. But we, we're it, not equal. Right. 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 It, it is a uh, a bulldozer and a Lamborghini. They cost the same. Their value is the same, but they're not the same. And they're not equal. Yeah, that's right. right. And I mean, if that were the case, we would just be a bunch of the same, you know, robotic. And I have seen this attitude seep into the education system and seep into the church. I mean, and I just watching my own kids grow up in um, schools and seeing just this idea that, well, everyone is a winner. And so we don't want to give out trophies for the best um in this particular ma- best in math I and mean, when i was growing up i mean you worked for those awards i mean right. i wanted to be the and, smartest and every, i wanted to have knew, <laughs> yes you know amy best better than math and allison's better than yeah. e- in english and you're going to be faster I, than everybody I and we get, all knew that I get except that, for the people who didn't want to say it yes yeah, right and, and i think it's, it was an effort in the Christian circles to uh, avoid the idolatry of athletics that we do experience here, especially in Alabama. You can be... But in order, so they want to pull back from an emphasis on sports, which I can appreciate that because um, there's just, there's more grace um, in the world than that. And in our culture wants everybody to you know you know this whole you can be anything you want to that, be that is right. what i was gonna i brought that up on my show today we no taught, you we taught can't tons of kids yeah baby you can be anything you, you want can't. and you cannot you cannot right. that is one of the biggest lies in my opinion perpetrated on these poor kids that is like they need boundaries they don't need to say that's like giving a little kid say you can run you can go anywhere you, they need some right. guidance but when you say well you can do and be anything no the word of God says, train up a child in the way he should go right. and he will not depart. Well, that word, the way you should go actually means how they're bent. Right. You can be anything that God that has gifted you your, to, to be. Whatever it. his plan for right. you kind is, of, you have those yeah, gifts. And that's our job as parents to kind mm-hmm. of help right. raise them, go this way. And you know, you're really good at that. And we're supposed to guide them. You're not supposed to say another thing. What do you want for dinner? 
or mm-hmm. you don't like this, well, you can have whatever you want. You know, so all of that um, has, you know, this whole transgender thing and redefining sport is is really what's happening. And because it's like rules, well, right. all of a sudden rules are the bad guy. And so how do we balance having a rule? If you don't have an absolute truth, then how can you have a rule? I mean, it's a, you can't, it's a circular, circular right. thinking for mm-hmm. For for those on the other side of this to say, well, you can have rules. And this this um, I, I have a copy of the um, Olymp- um, the IOC and their current um, statement on this whole transgender thing, and it is so full of circular reasoning of mm. fairness and equality, and and they keep throwing those words anti discrimination yeah. and the safety and the he- health, and yet it's only as long as it fits their narrative. Right. right. See, I thought sports was, was going to kind of be the thing to stop us yeah. from the, the play level playing field. Yes, because yeah. sports is where everybody understands this this guy is faster, this girl is bigger, this person jumps higher, there's nothing mm-hmm. I can do about Because we, I ask people sometimes, do you agree that there are people who are smarter than others? And they literally are like, uh, 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 <laughs> Yeah. Because uh, they don't want to say that this person's smarter than somebody else. But then you say, well, can, but can she jump higher than she can? Well, yeah, of course. So I really thought mm-hmm. sports would be, right. all right, there's no way to get around it. You can't say, well, the IQ test doesn't matter. I mean, it's clear. This kid is faster. This kid is not. That is why this is such a dangerous issue. Because this breaks down. Everything. We're really denying what we see with our eyes. That's right. Mm. Is, is that fair? Yeah, no, it it's true. And this sense. says, yeah. this actually, this document actually says that. I see. It's like, you cannot judge by your eyes. I mean, there's there's so many things in here. I just was like, what does that even mean? You know, and if, if I can't even understand that, I mean, mm-hmm. how confusing must it be for someone who doesn't even know if they're a girl or a boy? I mean, right. and and the fact that we even give them the opportunity to choose that. When you're an athlete, you don't get to choose. Like, there are rules. Like, I mean, when I was in, in the collegiate level, I couldn't even eat a poppy seed muffin before a meet, or I would test positive. Yeah. Right. And I would be disqualified. Right. And you could say, I, I just, it was a muffin, it was a muffin, it was a muffin. It does not it matter. That is what the rules are. Guess what? Said. You fault start the finals of the Olympics, you're out. Right. It doesn't, oh, I'm sorry, you get another chance. I mean, but all of a sudden, if you can just say, I'm a girl, I know I was a guy last year, but this year I'm a girl. Right. And they let you in. Oh, and by the way, I'm pumping my body full of all of these unnatural hormones, mm-hmm. and yet I can't even. Eat this muffin, like right. it's just right. it. Nothing, nothing adds up. I mean, we had to do so many drug tests in in college, and they still do them. Talk about invasive! I didn't have a choice, right. and this is all about consensual um, information and medical examination, privacy. This privacy right. that you know you can't look at, you can't you know do the whole as as coaches want to say, pull the pants down trick to see if right. they're really. Right. Yo, know, you can't even ask. You can't, and I'm like, well. We had to go give urine samples in a cup with the door open and someone witnessing. Right. Us. So that yeah, so that you didn't have a vial well, with you. At the basic level, the but see, but regular people don't understand all that. Yeah, I mean, regular it people is, don't know what you go through normally. So they're like, oh, that's horrible. And yeah, exactly. Like, that's not you know, horrible. Like, it's These life. people have had to do this for years mm-hmm. and years and years, mm-hmm. but regular folks don't get it, and they don't also don't get why this issue is so is so important and why we should be. Um, vocal. I mean, we've got to stand up against the cancel culture 
because they everybody's shutting or shutting you all down and now it's a, it's a badge of honor you're talking about something important if they're shutting you down and we've got to be talking about this at school boards we got to be talking about this in sunday school we got to be talking about this when we're going out to eat and at work like this has got to stop see i have this theory that we really need a just an, an over the top in your face i was talking to uh, my my youngest son's 15. And I was talking to some of his friends. He's like one of the last of his group to play basketball, all the little kids that play basketball together and all that kind of stuff. I said, well, look, we'll just take all you guys who don't want to play anymore, and we'll just make you the high school girls basketball team. And when we just destroy everybody, everybody will pitch a fit and have a cow, and that's unfair. It's all it's, You're playing with all guys, I know, but they, they feel like they're girls this year. And, and who's to tell them that they're not? I guess a judge or somebody would come along and say, no, no, you're not legitimately. You don't really believe it. But there needs to be something like that that happens that kind of shakes some people and says, okay, yeah, yeah, we got to stop that. And if they knew we were working the system and tricking the system and making a point, maybe they would crack down on us. Did they but agree? Because that would be the awesome. Boys, yeah, let's do it. They were like, oh, I'll do that. They were just hey, the embarrassment. No. Would be yeah, I mean, for them. I, hey. I kind of like it. So. You know, it's it's bold. So there are two things. One, this whole idea of competitive excellence. And and I you made a very important point, and that is in the church, it, really in the Christian community, when we decided to take away scores when our kids were all very little, even though I bet y'all's were like mine, they would get off the court and, hey, it was 48, 47, we won. Every parent was over there keeping <laughs> score, every part. I mean, right. every. it didn't matter if it was soccer, basketball, I don't even know what other things they could do when they were little, football, mm -hmm. flag football, they always knew the score. They and did. so the idea that we, we would ignore that so they could feel better, we realize that we have made an entire generation shoulder the burden of our insecurity and our inability to say, you're a boy and you're a girl and there are rules and that's what makes sports beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's unbelievable that we've done that. And so now we're paying the price. That's right. That's right. We're completely paying the price. And I want to talk about competitive excellence, but a pause because we came across an article that I think is very interesting because we're all scratching our heads. And even though it showed up in sports two years ago, um, you know, this whole transgender movement started a long time ago with the circumcision gone wrong mm -hmm. twin boys one was okay one wasn't they turned that little boy into a girl but the mother noticed immediately that she didn't want to be a boy she i was reading in the article um and we've posted it in show notes wanted told her brother she wanted to be a garbage man and she wanted to do all these manly things and she wanted to do all the things the boys did right until one day, far into, I guess, her teen years or early 20s, they finally fessed up to what had gone on. And it was a gent. So that their surgery, her surgery from a boy with a botched circumcision to mm -hmm. a girl and back to a boy again was the basis of the transgender movement. And a very sick human being named John Money, who was the pioneer in all kind of crazy. They call it sexual ethics. There's nothing ethical about it. But he was able to say, look at what I did. And it was hailed as the foundation of look at what we're doing at Johns Hopkins. And it was the baseline for the feminists to say, see, girls and boys are the same. Right. It's all a wow. social you can construct. And so yeah. this wow. is where it came from. And it was all a lie. Every word of it was a lie because previously he had operated on 
um, androgynous kids who literally came in and they were, I mean, it was a big deal, but that was completely separate than this little boy who had a tragic accident. And the doctors at the time said, we don't know what to do. Right. But the whole thing is a lie. And that is what makes me want to throw up for our girls Mm. that have to compete against boys. My aunt, I was telling you on the phone by way of getting back to talking about competitive excellence is that my cousin is an unbelievable swimmer, swam for UNC, went to the Olympic trials. Her best friend um, in the spring was at the Olympic trials. My aunt texted me and said, you won't believe this, but there is a girl and she is transitioned to be a boy with the scars in her boy swimsuit now about to swim against the boys against as a girl. Okay. Oh. And you're new. like, and she was like, this is pathetic. Oof. How'd it go? Okay. I haven't heard of one going girl to boy. Yeah. She had scars from the removal, from the mastectomy. I mean. did How'd she do? So I don't even know because we, we both went off. On, we both derailed because well, know, we couldn't believe. Answer, because then we don't she, know, lost. she lost. She lost. And so <laughs> then it was vice versa where you see the boys jumping in swimming with the girls. And so we were, I was more used to that. Thanks, Leah Thomas. Right. Um, what was Leah Thomas's name before? I forgot. Mr. Mm. I, I shall refer to him as Mr. Thomas because Mr. somebody Thomas. should love him enough to say, remember, we need to get you some help. Yeah, exactly. Like they deserve they our, our pity. Um, because somebody didn't love them enough along right. the way to say, right. we need to help you, but not this way. I think it's important to go back to, and they talk about this and what is a woman, um, Dr. Money and his what he did to those boys, both those boys, if I'm not mistaken, ended up dying to suicide. Yes. Yeah. The both suicide the rate is, is astronomical in um, this arena. That was, I couldn't believe it. Wow. I mean, it's kind of a natural end, isn't it? To a very right. tragic situation right. where you don't just tell the truth and say, what would you like to do? Right. But what um, we're up against truly, and I don't even know, and this is a deeper, maybe even rhetorical question. I don't even know how you, you're, you're dealing with two very different worldviews. As believers, as Christians, we know that this is a fallen world that will never be equal, that will always be broken. We were never meant to be the same. And in a fallen, broken world, we won't be. So this whole equality, everybody wins, you can change your gender. I mean, it's just, it's, it's gobbledygook. I don't think I've ever said that it's word kind of before, like, but, no, but you're right. It's, it's, but then you've got these people that think that you can write a very wrong world and it's a lie. And it's, but I don't know how those two actually come together until maybe all the boys go play girls basketball mm-hmm. to prove a point to prove. I, I mean, I, I really, it's, it's a whole class. But then again, yeah. this whole issue about the transgender in sports is a fruit on the, on the tree. Mm. It's right. just a piece of fruit. I mean, Fundamentally, it's the same lie in the garden where you yeah. can be like God. Mm. Right. Did that's, God say? That's where, did God really say right, wrong, good, bad? Mm. And their eyes were open because they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they are trying to, it's this culture that's trying to be like God where they're, they determine everything is self-governing, self this. It's yeah. like, um, I saw a meme and I reposted it because um, it said, things you'll never hear Jesus say. Um, pursue your dreams, follow, you know, do mm. what you want. It's right. all about follow you, your heart. you know, yeah. follow your heart, all these things, because what did he say? 
I mean, it's the exact opposite. Deny yourself. Deny yourself. Me. Your body is not your own. Yeah. And at the same time, um, he talking back to your point about sports. I mean, he he's running such a ways to win. You know, um, discipline your body. And how many times did he use that? I mean, it, it is. Um, it's in both. And we're called as the body of Christ to bring the kingdom of God into this earth and ruling and reigning. We are called to rule and reign, not to just holy huddle until the rapture, whatever right, you right, believe that's right, going to happen, right. but, but to rule and reign and to occupy these seven mountains of influence in our culture. And, and I think in these days, in 2022, God is calling the church up and out of the church to say, Amen. occupy the mountains of influence that you have, whether it's education, whether it's politics, whether it's entertainment, occupy those and take over and begin to infiltrate the culture. And that's why we have to push back against this cancel culture because they have, um, they're just loud. They got a lot of money. They, you know, and they've, you know, our government is, is the worst about it. I mean, this whole um, progressive administration, they're cramming it down our throats because they want to destroy not only our country, but the family unit itself. Mm -hmm. I mean, it goes all the way back to this is this is one of their their um, tools to do that. And we've got as believers, we've got to open our eyes and see what is happening in our neighborhoods and see the bigger picture. And I mean, I know it's some people it's easy. Oh, well, you know, this will blow over or my kids aren't athletes and that's terrible. But Mm -hmm. what can I really do about it? But it's just one piece of fruit on this on this tree where our country is 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 caving in and when we start to do like what we're doing today maybe it'll give give somebody listening the courage to go you know um i am going to say something next time it comes up yeah. i am going right. to speak up That's for right. truth mm-hmm. just our one voice y'all i'm one voice can you never know who that person is and it takes all of those little voices to push back against an entire culture but really we are the majority I mean, y'all, I mean, we, the way right. that we are thinking, we still are the majority in this country, but they have led us to believe that we're this tiny, crooked, backward minority that's mm. uneducated. I think where most of us feel abandoned is by the church itself. Yeah, um, and I agree. The church has not done a great job standing up for this truth. In fact, I see more of them bending to culture than ever before, and it's disheartening, and it's hard to put yourself out there when, you know, the church down the street, the pastor down the street is posting on Facebook the opposite of what, you know, and you're just like one little person. Yeah. Or not even, right. I don't or not know, even what do you do? I saw or it. not even, or yeah. How many, I read it, uh, I forgot where I read it, but just about um, Roe v. Wade, talking about the churches that said nothing, nothing. in Birmingham. That's right. Birmingham. I saw that. And y'all, this is, this, Bar Research has said that Birmingham, Alabama is the most church city in the world. Right. And yet our churches are not, did not mention. Or a glancing blow or a little short prayer, but yeah. nothing. There's, I mean, where's the celebration? Where's yeah. the joy? Right. Where's the. And did you guys notice that even in this area that they would say, Time to get to work, church. And I'm like, what are you talking about? But we People pres- have been we working we pre- we from the that? 60s. Yeah, Back did. when Jesse Jackson was pro-life, mm-hmm. there have been people, including Alveda King, that have worked since then for life causes. So like, where have you been? Mm-hmm. Right. How do you not know that? Right. Well, they don't know that because their church wasn't doing anything Yeah, and hadn't been doing anything for But it's the church. We were, we were yeah. rescuing children back in Roman times when children yeah. were left to exposure. And it's going to be us again. 
to stand up and say, no, actually you're a woman uh, or you're a man and this is called sports and we're going to compete, which is then let's talk about, because you really have a lot to say about the idea, the concept, the importance of competitive excellence. I mean, why does that even matter? Well, it matters because God said it matters. Um, he has called us. I mean, he gave us, he wants us to use our gifts and use our talents and run the race. I mean, he, he likens our journeys with him as a race right. and wants, he wants us to run with him and do what we do and do it well and win. Uh, there's a crown. There are crowns and there are rewards. I mean, Scripture talks about rewards in heaven and rewards on the earth, and we don't like that. Um, I mean, I, as I have told many kids, if we've had conversations, I didn't write the Bible. I'm just telling you what it says. Mm -hmm. He talks about mm -hmm. sports, and we can learn, I mean, the value of young people in a competitive environment learning the Things like perseverance, right. um, patience, um, teamwork, kindness, and humility when you win. I mean, those those invaluable truths. I learned more um, through losing mm -hmm. than I ever did through winning. Anybody can win well, but to lose well. Mm -hmm. And God blessed me with coaches that helped me to see the balance of that and understand. I learned a lot more through athletics than I did from a book in school, yeah, right. in my classes, learning um, and how do we apply that to our walk. And sadly, a lot of schools, a lot of churches, a lot of Christian schools, you, they almost have the sense where they apologize for winning. Yes. And yeah. I mean, I experienced this. Um, my daughter experienced this. And she, you know, she threw her hands up. She's like, I should apologize for I or they're not celebrating <laughs> state championships or something right. in because they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings that's not an athlete. And I'm like, right. celebrate the coral right. team. That that's I mean, one of the things not, I've never understood right. in schools. Yeah. Is I just don't celebrate either. everybody and their everybody gifts. Everybody and their gifts. Not. Right. And I right. understand the heart behind it. You know, wanting everyone to know who they are and it's about identity. You know, we've we've got to teach our kids who they are and their particular identities. But you don't do that at the expense of someone else. Right. You don't try to shut down um, what might be just an outstanding um, athlete or an outstanding person in theater or whatever, you know, their ACT scores. I mean, everything in our culture has rankings and scores, and it's not all bad. It, it gives us something to pursue. And I feel like we've watered down um, in and it's fear-based. I think there's a fear of winning, a mm. fear in the Christian world of too much success in the spotlight, because we have seen so much go awry. And so mm -hmm. many people, you know, whether it's a, a pastor that, you know, is is wrong doing something for the wrong reasons, you know, and it's the glory of the spotlight, or whether it's we idolize athletes so much. And that is so true. And we have to balance that and we have to but we've got to teach the value of losing and the value of failure. Um, it makes me think of Eric Little and Chariots of Fire and, you know, and his sister, you know, they were missionaries. I'm sure you all know mm -hmm. the story of the Chariots of Fire. And, you know, he was an Olympic runner and she was very troubled by his pursuit of glory and that it would take him away from his calling in his life. And he tells her, he said, um, God made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. Mm. I mean, that is the bottom line because he was doing what God gave him to do and he did it well and he felt the pleasure of God. And that was his call. And that right. was, and 
we've lost some of that. And I, I think the church, to your point, um, Allison, we do need, it does need to start at the church. Church needs to um, say, hey, let, let's stop for a minute and, and reevaluate where where do we need to talk to these kids, not only about gender, but about the value of athletics in and of itself. And that's only this one, again, piece of the fruit. I mean, there's right. so many other issues and topics, but this one um, is just, an, well, you know, on the table today. Mm-hmm. But we, um, we've we lost, I think, some of that. And we need grace and we need to love everyone, but love cannot trump justice and truth. truth. Right. You know, you have to have the truth alongside of it. So I feel like we've just gotten top heavy. I had talking to um, some in the younger generations, I've asked, what What do y'all think is the um, the church's current response to this response to this transgender issue at all like how do you feel like we should um see these people and and they're jumping in with support and love right and including them and i think that's fantastic because we do need to do that mm-hmm. but there's got to be a line um and that line's gotten kind of fuzzy there's got to be a line like with sports we can love who you are we want to help you right. in this painful situation that right. you're obviously in but you know what there's some rules and you can't play. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. how many times did we have right. that growing up? I wanted to play football. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad my parents, um, this wasn't around. I probably would have become a boy if my parents weren't Christians. I wanted to play football. I was so mad when I realized right. my dad had to sit me down and tell me, right. you can't play football because you're a girl. Right. Yeah. And at the time, I was faster than all the boys. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. Right. Yeah. But guess what? It was the rules. And you, right. you just. When it might have been better for you in the long run, on. too, because eventually. <laughs> Yeah, Those guys true. are big. Yeah, there's, there's that. So, yeah, <laughs> they're very big. They're but very a lot big. of girls, you know, right. the tall, tom, tomboy kind of a, of an idea. You know, lots of girls like to be rough and tumble and want to. So, right. but you don't give them an option to change. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You just. I just want to look at everybody in both sides, I think, and say, are we better off after we've implemented all these, you know, new social norms are our kids mentally healthier? Are they physically healthier? Are they emotionally healthier than they were? Mm-hmm. I'd say probably mm-hmm. seven, eight years ago. Surely both sides can say no. Right. Like yeah. whatever we're doing is not working. Right. And so for the athletes, um, and I keep going back to what is a woman. Y'all need to watch it. We could okay, all have we'll it on the same it. page. But one of Leah Thomas's um teammates is on there and of course like she's she's blacked out she's all dark and and right. in the shadows she wants to be able to get a job and they've really changed her mm-hmm. voice and all it's this so kind bad. of stuff and and that she talks about there will be retribution if they find out you know that i'm speaking and wow so what is it going to take for athletics besides the middle school boys <laughs> well no they're beating in high everybody. school right, they're beating high school everybody now, but were. like what yeah Because it's easy for us to sit on the outside. You're more Mm -hmm. on the inside. Actually, all of y'all are because you have kids playing at the collegiate level. But to kind of maybe guess what's happening in those huddles and those circles. But to hear it from the inside. There's some progress made. What was it? That's got to get out. Swimming. What's it called? Fina? Fina? I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Yeah. And the skateboarding, the, um, the skateboarding, that was so weird. That was very weird. The 13 year old beaten by a 29 year old. Oh yeah. Yeah, The 13 year old girl loses to the 20 something year old male. Yes. He's a woman. Mm -hmm. But the international swimming folks said men can't, can't swim against the women unless they became a woman before puberty. 
12. Mm-hmm. For the age of twelve, so Which I mean, they they still didn't still fix it. Yeah, and but that, they but they went farther than everybody that's else. That's worse. Like now they're going to force these kids Children. to do this before right. puberty. It's child abuse. It is child it abuse. Is child Absolute abuse. child abuse. I and mean, it's, we would have been all kinds we're sexualizing of crazy these children too for them to make that decision to be allowed. I mean, a kid can't even uh, buy um, cough syrup right. without a driver's license behind the counter, and yet you're going to yeah give somebody right. under twelve the the choice. Well, choice. What's, what's, there's yeah. the meme that where the some, somebody says something about I wanted to be a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, right. you children shouldn't even be thinking about all these things. They're just kind of themselves. That's right. And, and then mm. just now beginning to the point where oh, there is a difference between boys and girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, they know there is, but they're just starting to notice that there I is. Mean, and people are already hands, changing them. If you were comfortable in your body as an adolescent and going through puberty, nobody, nobody, nobody was. It's terrible. Nobody. It's awful. I think I knew I was a boy. I oh. knew I was a girl. Yeah, I mean, I, but <laughs> that's like, all we knew. And then back, we you knew. didn't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like I was. Not all. I don't look like I want to. That but was still. Old, all that sexualization ago. stuff all goes back to that John Money character at Johns Hopkins. Truly, he was really mm-hmm. responsible for the beginning of the sexual revolution. And so, when we're talking about this, we have to go historically go back to that. The article is very long, but it is worth your time to read because it's unbelievable it's eye-opening and it's maddening but like allison said what do you think like what can we do to help take this on both in you know interpersonal relationships but then maybe on a local and a state level well i think it starts with with speaking up and getting um connecting yourselves with some organizations that that are being formed for this purpose Mm -hmm. um Family Alliance um, is council is is one of those organizations. I think I said that right. Um, Save Women's Sports. I had a quote here from Beth um, Stelzer. She heads Save Women's Sports, and she and this is hopeful. She said that the move, transgender movement it wields enormous influence in the mainstream media and on social media, but she believes the tide is turning thanks to um, some of these athletes that are speaking out and yeah. at ri- great risk. Right. of their jobs and their future. And one of them is a former Auburn swimmer. Um, and she feels like they're going to see a groundswell of support. But we just, we need a, a safe space for people to speak up because it's a toxic environment. We have been bullied. And we're finally getting to the point that the bullies can't shut us up anymore because there's more of us. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's these brave um, athletes, like at Penn Penn State, a couple of these brave swimmers are speaking up and they're doing it anonymously because they are fearful right. of their lives, right. y'all. I mean, they mm. have said this. They have said, we're mm. risking our futures. The coaches said, I want to say, I'm going to lose my job. And yet the NCAA is like, oh, we're all inclusive and we're allowing. Mm. They're so wishy-washy and they have, they're so powerful, though. They're not even making a call. Well, we're going to let each sport so decide right. their right. own because they said – and I could I could quote it. I mean, I could read it here. They said because every sport has different mm. um, requirement, physical requirements. Right. So basically, what they're saying is we know that um, that that guys can be more competitive in some sports and mm. in other sports it's not so. So maybe the right. drugs should be different in some sports. And right. So they're just totally pawning it off on these individual governing bodies. And so what are these under 
these individual governing bodies going to do? It's kind of like the states. Well, what are the other states doing? What yeah. are, right. You yeah. know, they so need the, somebody to lead so the they can say, okay, they, say they, didn't, okay, they didn't do it. And so right. it takes courage mm-hmm. at in those governing bodies um, so that they can start saying no. And Alabama, I mean, the NCAA has already threatened to um, pull championship games because we have gender-hating laws, you know, right. of course. Right. And yeah. y'all, we... We all know that. And yet at the same time, they're saying, oh, but we're all about fairness and equality and 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 giving each organization the opportunity to make their own decisions. So, well, no, you're not. So here was one of my <laughs> suggestions, really and I don't understand it. And they, you know, the journalists are always going to the SEC football coaches. And I would be shocked if you can find an SEC football coach, a head football coach, who thinks any of this makes sense. Now, I'm sure they try to keep their heads down. The male mm. coaches. Hmm. Um but what I don't understand is is a conference like the the SEC. Do y'all have? Do y'all think, well, do y'all think I, good I don't want to name names, but what I know is is the NCAA has a whole lot of money, yes, and a whole lot of power, right? And the SEC head football coaches have a whole lot of money, yeah, and it's connected to the NCAA. And I don't see but any they, of them but they stepping could stand up and on stand, their own. They, they could. The absolute the power five conferences could easily say, you know what. If the men would if stand just up, the SEC yes. would say, right? we don't Can need you your imagine? dollars. We will I mean, make hundreds of wrong, millions without Saban you. Said anything about this? I had thought. I mean, no, he's he the was, one that I can see until we have a girl show up to try to get on his football, football team. team. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> no, I, I can totally see. I mean, is right? That, I know I'm not just well, saying he would say, you know what his answer fan. would be? That would be great. If she can make it, it would be great. If she survives yeah. it, she's great. So you're back to the competitive excellence. That's right. So it does, would have to be forced yeah. on before this. But I, I just don't understand why more men don't They're say afraid. this is fear. crazy. Fear. You should stop. It's but who fear. are they afraid of? Some of these guys don't have anything to be afraid that of. That is a great question. I feel like it's a, it's just, you know, we've got to stop for a minute. Remember, this all goes back to a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. Everything. If you wrestle not against flesh and blood. And I, I believe that our country will be saved, that God will save this country and he will do it. Somehow, and he will get all the glory for it. This year marks, as we know, the 50th year of Roe v. Wade. The fifth, we are also in, by the Jewish calendar, we are in a Jubilee year, which is every 50 years is a Jubilee mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. That's not a coincidence. We are also in the 50th year of the um, signing and forming of Title IX. Title IX, yep. And that is also what's on the table. And these these are things that are that that um, that our God is not neutral about. Title IX is, is, a, is a significant uh, a document in the civil rights. Y'all, I mean, I don't think people really are aware. It actually says, and I'll quote it, the federal law that's prohibiting sex-based discrimination in any educational program that is federally funded either directly or indirectly. That is the basis of Title IX. Mm-hmm. All of this that we're talking about is hitting directly against it to try to dismantle mm-hmm. Title IX. I, Title IX is not even... Not even a generation old. I mean, my mother wouldn't have been able to compete in, yeah. at Auburn. And I'm a product of that because in the 80s, you know, we were the women's sports. We were we were just getting going and it gave so many uh, girls the opportunities. And it was it was a good thing. And, right. and, and it also, I mean, you all remember nine to five, the Dolly Parton. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's how women used to be treated in the workplace. Mm-hmm. I mean, Title IX, any sex based discrimination in any educational program and then in the workplace, it. We this was a great victory, and how it's all being undermined. So this this transgender issue is undermining everything for women. It is so anti-woman, right? And yet they are saying 
it's not right. There's, it's that's maddening to me. Right. And um, and so we, do, okay, because right, so, I've got all women here. So is there a little bit think? of the men that y'all better? Be. <laughs> is, is there any part that where the men are like, fine, y'all fight that battle? I, that's what I was about to say. Like, we're like, we're, we can fight. We're warriors. We're gonna win. We're, 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 we don't need y'all. We don't need y'all. We don't need y'all. Hmm. Well, that's but you see, that's the lie, right? Because we do. I mean, God made us that way to. They, God made men to be men, and right. yes, men need to speak up for for injustice, injustice, the unborn, mm-hmm. the the weak, the innocent, and these girls, these young girls. This is what's. I mean, if if I had a if I had a daughter now that wanted that was in a great, I'm not so sure I'd want her in sports because mm-hmm. she could work her whole life, mm-hmm. all of her growing up, and all the practices, and all of the the right. money, and all right. the traveling, and everything, mm-hmm. and then poof, a guy decides he's going to be a boy. Right. Uh, I mean, a, a girl. He was a boy last year, but right. and it's all gone, and she's lost her. Yeah, I, I can't understand how, how dad exactly. Yeah, doesn't, I, I tell you what, doesn't it's fear. say let's just. Open yeah. a can here before something right. happens. I, I mean, don't get it because I mean, I would. My daughter has not um, faced that, but I know that possibility is out there. We're always asking about, hey, when y'all going to play? When are one of these college teams going to come play you, and they're going to bring two guys? That's right, and that's that's what we need. We need the dads to stick up for right. the girl for the girls. Wow. To fight for the Isn't girls. Isn't that the truth? I mean, really and truly. Um, all right, so people are are watching and they're listening and they're considering. Um, are there things that people can do, like get involved even with their local school system? I mean, are there things that, like in Alabama, we've kind of taken care of it, but there's still going to be pushback. We have at the um, school level, not at the collegiate level. Okay. Yeah, because we carved out the collegiate level in the Mm -hmm. Alabama law, didn't Mm -hmm. we? Because we were afraid of of the NCAA. So that's one area where people can jump in and say, hey, no, no way. I mean, voices heard around football season. You know, there's mm-hmm. going to be opportunity for people to speak up just looking ahead right. because you listen to this and you're like, well, I want to do something. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it comes back to just having this conversation and in social settings, you're at dinner. I mean, I guess maybe we're at the point where sometimes maybe dinner out with friends needs to be a little uncomfortable, like speak the truth. Don't negotiate on the truth because in the end, that's not loving. Mm-hmm. And And the more we speak the truth, you know, Courage is contagious. So yeah, grassroots. Yeah. And, just, and people in our state, you know, when I think about it, we're such, I mean, our SEC, you know, it, there's nothing that's bigger than Alabama uh, football and um, our, our sports here. And we probably all know or one person away from board yeah. of trustee members at the right. collegiate level. And right. how does the board Good of point. trustees start to threaten, encourage, mm-hmm these people in power like the Nick Sabans of the world that have the power to stand up and start speaking. And the coaches I've read over and over again, where, where coaches anonymous, the uh, SEC uh, swimming coach was one of S USC swim coach was one of them, but she was afraid for her job. And then she said, you know, what? it doesn't matter. I'm just going to, I can't not say something. And right. it's more and more and more of those, People in those roles, I've seen where officials are quitting. They're walking out. They're not gonna, not gonna do it. And it starts like that. And mm-hmm. what y'all are doing, um, having this, bringing this topic. I mean, I would love to have 
I would love, for instance, for schools in our, our local area to start having debates about this. Mm-hmm. You know, let the kids actually have a discussion, not a fight. Right. You know, that's mm-hmm. um, let's just let's look at the facts and let's let's hear what they really have to say and let's discuss what what is the science. You know, I right. mean, that's a a whole nother issue of how do you. But use, the kids know it. The kids uh, know. They, know. They, right. they all they know, know. And, and, and the female athletes know. Do and, they? No, they know. They they well. I was about to say they played dodgeball. They played football. They played basketball. They played all the things on the in recess and PE. They know. But they, I feel like they might know, but they're willing to deny what well, they know. That, that may be yes. happening. Yeah, I agree. They, that. They so, social media, the right things. Right, yeah, social yeah. media. You know, it's just right. it's which so I think powerful. is worse than not knowing. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To deny the truth. Is worse than not knowing the truth. <laughs> yeah. Yes, to know it and then you just can't yep. say it because you're you're yeah. supposed to. So okay, so someone comes along and says, um, "Well, what's the answer? I've got this guy. He says he's a girl, um, and he wants to compete as a girl." Some of these international things, I think it was the swimmers who said, "Well, maybe we need to have." I think it was the president of the swimming group said, "Well, maybe we need to have an open category." Yeah, now which that is, I that's would a great call point. the male. Yeah, because we just call that open. We have mm-hmm. said, or we have a no whole problem. division called the Paralympics. Okay. Okay. We would never ask a handicapped athlete to compete against a well-bodied athlete. Right. Correct. So we create a whole division mm-hmm. for them to compete against each other. Now we don't monitor your disability and their disability. I mean, it's just you know we're we're not splitting right. hairs. They're just allowed to compete in whatever event or sport that they want to. We have a whole Olympics for them. Okay, right. but is that not just feeding into and enabling the madness? Well, That's it really is, but point, it's saving actually. it's saving the sport at the right. same time. Because right. we're in a culture that's demanding this. Now, yeah, we should be going back as, a, as the body of Christ and looking at the issue of the transgender issue itself as a mental illness and as a wounding mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. be working in the churches young to start pushing back against this whole ideology on the other end if they're to save our the integrity of sport have your own division but they're not doing that have any of y'all i've not heard or read one thing where anyone has ever brought it up have not or offered it and why is that why is that so it'd be like a trans Okay, you, athlete. Like for instance, at, like at you the can high be school a girl level, that is a boy or a boy any, that's in any a... competition. You've got one A, two A, three A, four A. Why? Right. Why? Why do they because do that? Because they're an Size. advantage to having a big school because you have more people to draw from, and that's mm-hmm. unfair. So right. you're not asking a one A to compete against a seven A. Right. Now it does happen in some meets, and, mm-hmm. and which I think is great because yeah. it gives them the opportunity to shine. Right. You know, even if mm-hmm. they are from a small school. But because of fairness, equality, rules, standards of measurement, all, right. that we separate to, in an effort for fairness. Right. So if the transgenders, why that was not um, on the table day one. Mm-hmm. But no, because the agenda, y'all, it's no, the bigger it picture. Push right. the it does not push the agenda. <laughs> yeah, you right. know, And they wouldn't have anybody to compete against because there are so few of them. Right. And yeah. yet this tiny majority has taken the whole spotlight of sports and is negating this vast majority of just mm-hmm. by the, I mean, it's not even going to register how many there are, but they're trying to, you know, make a way and push the door open for all of this. And yet they're not even saying, well, we'll let y'all have yours and we're right. going to do ours. Right. Mm-hmm. I still like the idea of just competing against the boys. 
That's, that's the well, open, that's what it's going to end up the, anyway. That's the open category. Be Anybody boys can that compete. Are girls and or have an open category. Right. That's right. Yeah. right. Just, just the, the, male, you know the male side is the open category. It's just like football, college football. There's nothing that says, like the girl from Vanderbilt, remember? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. For two oh, or wow. three weeks, it was constant. Yeah. She's a football player. And I'm like, what's she playing? What's she playing? She's the kicker. I'm like. <laughs> yes. I felt the same way. Like, what? Did you? What? Really? Okay, yeah. good. All right. So yeah. it wasn't just me. Yeah, I wasn't just being sexist. I was like, the kicker. I want to see linebacker. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to do it. Right. I'm going to do it. Yeah. But, but there's no rule. Hey, you want to do it? Do it. I just, I'm not going to be your insurance company, but do it. Yeah. So, yeah. And we, and we can't the forget there's this, there's this whole thing too called winning. I mean, you, I'm sorry. I've been, I'm too old. <laughs> Sissy. I, I, She's all about Sissy winning. remembers the days of winning. <laughs> I'm just saying, you boil it down. No, you're I mean, right. Soros is not paying them to do it. They're doing it because they're winning. Right. Yeah. They want right. to win, and yeah. they can't right. win because they're no good as a guy. Right. Yeah. They would cheat at Monopoly. I mean, I'm not saying that they're just there's a, a cheater's edition. Monopoly. I'm not saying. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Have. I bought it for my daughter. She likes to cheat in games. I'm not saying that <laughs> they are going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Cheaters Monopoly. Yeah. Okay. Che- just check Anyway, we'll have to play. That has to play into it. It's my point. It does. No. I'm not You're saying right. they're changing it just to do that, but right. it's like, hey, I mean. It'd be interesting to find out, wouldn't it? If you said, oh, by the way, you have your own division now, what would happen? It'd be very interesting. Well, and then there's this sweet little 13-year-old skateboarder that she's been practicing. She's not winning. No. I mean, that's where you just throw your hands in the air and you're like, you're saying, you just give up. And that's, yeah. and this Leah that, Thomas, talk like, about Ooh. fair. Yeah. That's I don't not have fair. to, I don't have to work as hard as Katie Ledecky. I'm just going to be a yeah. guy and beat all of her world records. Right. You know, what? Really? I mean, y'all, you, you got to boil it down. Like the nuts and bolts are okay. So in my, in my little slice, in my sport, in my event, we'll take that as a, as a prime example was the women's high jump. The world record in the women's high jump is the second longest held world record of all track and field. Okay. 30, 1987, 32 or three years, right? Whatever. That's how long this record has held. That's a big long time deal. Okay. Okay. Um, the high school state high school boys record here in Alabama is better than that. It's higher than that. Really? World record. That is the wow. distance between, so I could train, forget what I jumped. Yeah. I mean, I, we're talking world record. So I, and that, there are high school boys. A high are... school boy could, could beat that from this state tomorrow, or next, no, excuse me, next year, because he decides to be a girl and he will topple the world one record. of the longest standing world records. So this is what we're talking about. And, and Leah Thomas too, talk, she didn't just, barely win right right 38 seconds she right. won which is uh, an it, eternity just, in swimming and everybody's watching going seriously right yes and then she turns around he turns around sorry i, I misspoke yeah. and then pretends to lose another race yeah that was like where he's like yeah you might as well be going yeah, back come on man and like we, you know we see you and you're like dang it's not, you're dogging yeah. it you're just sandbagging just to pretend so that stop talking mm-hmm. mm. it's bizarro world it Every is. day I wake up, I'm like, <laughs> what next? Yeah. This what is next? when I would like to go back to like Bill Clinton, when that was the most scandalous thing. Well, that Bill Clinton was for women's sports. Well, <laughs> it was mean. He well, was for women. Yes. <laughs> In general. <laughs> he was. He was pro woman. He was. Uh, but, uh, that's good. Well, okay. So before, before we lose you, all these international groups, the NCAA, the, the international swimming group, all these, the Olympic committees, 
how did they get infested with people who believe these things? Do you, mm-hmm. Because it's all Good still question. so new. You know that I mean, book that we talked about? You would think there would be somebody going. You would think. No, what no. was it? The, Which one? Not The Great Reset. What's the book that uh Oh, from 1994? No, the one that you found in your... Oh, oh, it's not The Great Reset. It's The New World Order. The New World Order. Well, that's, that's what it goes back to. Okay. 100%. Yeah. 100% that's what it goes back to. There, It's the same story. And yeah. I mean, I know people think we're cuckoo for going there, but if you if you want to take this fruit on this tree and you want to roll it all the way back to the... You're going to find Bill Clinton. I mean, it is the the plan and the we agenda. We didn't know it then. That's we right. didn't know we it. Didn't it's, know it. It's Life actually... good. Yeah. I heard... Um, a talk is actually we're in these stages of the um, the art of war. I mean, it is a systematic, planned takeover and takedown. Mm-hmm. And this whole movement, this LGBTQ movement, is a part of that. They're yes. using that to erode the moral base of our culture. I mean, we started mm-hmm. obviously. We can see when you took Bible out of schools, you know, right. you yeah. saw. It is the same idea, but we're so far down the ro- road. We're into the normalization stage, right. mm-hmm. and we didn't we didn't normal. know they were setting it up, and we didn't we know didn't anything. Know. And this is the weeding out time too. All right, mm-hmm. okay, you're raising up your mouth. You're you don't like it. You right. need to be canceled. You need to be exactly. canceled. You need to be. Seen. And they're doing. So they're pushing yes. everybody mm-hmm. away and down. And who, um, who thought it could happen? This I fast? told you we're all going to re-education camp. We're going to be roommates. Well, you'll be in the well, boys. We'll have no, decided we'll, to be no, a girl. I want to be a girl. Yeah. y'all. We'll, we'll raise. Well, what's going to happen? It'll be way more fun on our side. I'll yeah. tell you that. Absolutely. What's going to happen where now we've got the non-binaries where they're neither, but they want to compete. I don't even understand so all that. I, I mean, and I bet I that people bi- bi- biromanic non-binary or something today, and I'm like, what? Who makes these words up? I don't people with way means. too much time on their hands. What's biromantic? I don't know. Yeah, we bisexual are, we romantic relationship, and we're but, but we are terse, y'all. more but, than that. But they were asexual. That was it. Yes, biromantic asexual. We are trans exclusionary radical feminists. Turfs. Y'all are. That's what. We oh, are? that's what oh, a turf awesome. is. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Finally, what are, what are the guys? Get to be a what turf? do I get to be? Because y'all are. Um, oh, I wrote maybe he one is too. too. He, he's that too, right? <laughs> I mean, if you have to spend this yeah. much time making yeah. up words <laughs> like this, well, you, you spend enough time at this table with. Girls, we'll put you in that Come on, category. Okay, Come on, guys. I've been called a lot of bad names through the years, so I just I didn't know You're turf was one Well, of now we're turf. It's usually turd. I love turf. it. Turf. turf. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. Well, godly, that has been enlightening. Um, but there is, I mean, uh, there are people starting to speak up. There so. are. There's, okay, well, there's a glimmer of hope. This is the That's perfect person do. to ask. All right. There are certain women's sports that I think are fantastic. They're they're better than guy sports to I'm watch. I've nervous. said this before. I'm no, so no, no, nervous. No, no, I've got an answer. I don't understand why the mainstream media, the, everyone else, doesn't support uh, college softball. Great oh, sport. Personally, fun. I think it's better than baseball. I would much rather. I love softball. softball. Women's yes. college and softball. Why do they not support it? Why is it not? Come, we'll get to the rest of it. Um, women's volleyball, I think, is great in person. I'm a huge fan. Women's basketball. Not so much. Mm-mm. Guys, basketball is just really better. But ESPN, the SEC, everyone, they just gobs and gobs and gobs of money on sports that people don't really watch or think are great. But then you have women's softball or women's volleyball. When people start watching them and love those sports, mm-hmm. they don't get the attention that women's basketball does. Why, why do we do things like that? Why do we not support the sports that people would actually watch? Well, it's like why do why do they not make more movies that people actually want to see, mm. like Top Gun? I mean, it, 
made all these records. It was a good movie. Right. right. It yeah. didn't have all the agendas and the filth and the. Right. But like you That's keep... a really good point. Oh, yeah. I'm kidding. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, yeah. isn't it. That was a joke. Not a so it's back to what you and I were saying before the start of the show. Everybody always says, follow the money, follow the money. But we're beyond the follow the money. Now it's, it's now it's agenda. this, the agenda. Follow the agenda. No matter because what. Disney's losing yeah. billions and right. they don't, evidently don't care. Right. Yeah. No. Because don't, don't they are to. supporting their agenda. And the that's what's the whole, not, that's so interesting because you're exactly right. It was always, it's power mm-hmm. and agenda. Money has created the power and the agenda, but the power and the agenda of this progressive, um, uh, wait, I've got an answer. It's because they can't empower and build up females or women at the same time while they're trying to tear us down and make us birthing people or, you know, and equalize us. Cause that is the agenda to make everybody normal. There's yeah. no Christian. There's no, you know, it, everybody is just this blob. Right. blob. It's a blob that all, yeah. talking heads. There's nobody's yeah. exceptional, nobody's anything. So you can't, Social. on one hand, build mm-hmm. up women and give them the spotlight while you're trying to totally just take down even, I mean, even men. But right now the agenda is the women, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, that was That was good. That was, yeah, that was okay. really good. Sorry. That was a very deep thought. I interrupted Sissy's better thought. No, you didn't. I was just... Our administration is just it's their end game. And yeah. it's a great question to discuss. And it is, you know, it is a great question to discuss. Yeah. When you're, what is the end game behind why? Like you say, and get people talking, get people thinking. And how far are you willing to um, to look? And and But the, the thing is, we've got to stop and remember, there's always an answer. There's always hope because mm. our God is not asleep at the wheel. You know, right. he he knows what's going on. This is a part of his work to bring all this stuff up, up to the surface so that we can see it as the body of Christ, as the ecclesia, and we can start going in and taking over and taking back and partnering with him to save our countries, save our towns, save our schools. It's all unto him and unto that. Not Because if, if I start looking at this too much, right. I'm going to despair because it's just too much and it's too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like the it's like the Red Sea moment. I mean, we're up against a wall. This are the enemy, mm-hmm. and we've got to look up. We've got to right. make him great. We've got to focus on who he can be in us, in our spheres, in our churches, and look to him for the revival that he's bringing into the church by waking us up to who we are in him and what we have to bring into the earth. And instead of just running to the hills and storing up our food out of fear, I mean it's. <laughs> It's easy to want to do that, but I think that goes back to what can we do? Each person on their face before the Lord, asking the Lord, Here, here's what you've given me. Here are my talents. Here's right. my little... Here's where I'm a, I am. I'm a stay-at-home mom, or I'm a CEO. What have you called me to do to impact the culture you've put me in? Right. And those, that, one after another after another, and, and he becomes... We make him manifest in the arenas that he's put us in, and we're going to start seeing us regain and take this country back. Um, bit by bit and talking about it is first but remembering um that that us um against the world but if if it's the lord and us we're a majority we're a majority just you're a hundred i'm with your plan i like yeah. your plan it, and, i'm a little concerned though that god's not going 
Nebuchadnezzar, you guys? Yeah, I would like to see some <laughs> You're more. You're my guys. Come on in. That's what I'm a little worried about, that, we're, that he's already called the other team in to do some spanking. Yes. <laughs> but, there you go. So, but God is still sovereign. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. We win so, at the end, but we need to fight the fight. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. called us to fight, and that's what y'all are doing, having this show right. and and um, making him, you know, we become like what we focus on. So the more we can mm. focus on who he is in the midst of all this, focus on um, worship, focus on making him known in the earth, I, I believe he will give us creativity. He will give us ideas. He will give us um, inspirations, whether it's the right thing to say or open doors for us. I mean, just like being here and talking, that he will give us what he's called us to do. And when right. we each do what he's called us to do, I think we're going to see the whole tide turn back because that's just the kind of God that he is. He restores everything. Amen. A woman, whatever they said in Congress that time. It did. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was a sweet turnaround. Who's closing us out? You are. I am? You are. Of course you are. Clearly. Uh, this has been Alabama Unfiltered with Sissy Boone. It's been a great program. We appreciate you watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up and make sure you tell other people about this program. Sign up for the daily detail daily newsletter. And, newsletter and the daily newsletter. Both. And both of them. It's you two different do things. Yes, do two both of those things. at 1819news.com. We appreciate you watching the show, and we'll talk to you soon. Wait. We have an email address that people can reach out to us now. Yes. I think this is kind of cool. I don't plan on ever if checking. If you it, have something, you questions for us, for Sissy, for any of the um, guests that we've had on, you can reach us at unfiltered at 1819news.com. Unfiltered. So yeah, we feel super official now. So somebody email us just so just we say, have yeah, something just say to say hi or like an exclamation point or but something. Wait, do we have the password? We don't know. No, they're not going to let us. They'll have to tell us. But email us. Yeah, email us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you in advance. (laughs) And War Eagle. Okay, now you can finish. See y'all. War Eagle. War Eagle. (laughs)